Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. The NFL finally has more fleas than me, Perna. Yeah, they do. There were at least four flea flickers during the early games today. Now, many men will have a midlife crisis when they realize their penises are just another reminder of things they didn't take seriously enough in college. And offensive coordinators will have a mid-season crisis when they think people will forget flea flickers are just play-action passes with extra steps. This is the most alive old white guys have felt since Jimmy Johnson became the spokesman for Extends. Like many men, I was intrigued by the idea of male enhancement, but I wasn't going to take just any pill. You can have your flea flickers and your Extends. Give me... Old-fashioned quarterback body slams that don't draw flags. Aaron Donald. Ugh. Long live Donald. Long live the Donald. Long live the Don. Oh, wait, wait. No, no, no. Do not, do not take that sound bite and use it for your political agenda. In a million years, I would have never predicted Sam Darnold and not Halloween would test my patience for ghost references. Today, I'll test your patience with a ton of football recapping. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. The holiday rush is coming, and if you sell stuff online, how do you keep track of all of those orders? Or decide which shipping carrier to use, or if you're getting the best rates? Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door and delivered in time for the holidays. ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, and UPS, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. Take the hassle out of holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it with ease. Just use my offer code BLUE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page and type in BLUE. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Seahawks beat the Falcons 27-20. Now the Falcons are a bad team with one of the best mats in the NFL at the helm. Enter backup Matt Schaub, most known for almost having his ear ripped off, pick sixes, and not starting since 2015, back when we thought Jon Snow might really be dead. Hotline bling was something, and Michael Bennett felt comfortable blaming Matthew Stafford for JFK's assassination. It was a different time. Not sure if that's better or worse than getting strip-sacked on a three-man rush, but very Matt-like. The Falcons did make this a game and covered the spread after the Seahawks gave up on playing entirely with a 24-0 safe lead by halftime. I kid with Matt Schaub, though. His return to the land of starting Matt's was mixed. He did finish with 460 passing yards and a touchdown, but he will now return to the land of formerly relevant Matt's from whence he came. I will remember Matt. Will you remember Matt's? I will remember Matt's. Now accepting kick a mat to miss field goals in a game. The Chargers beat the Bears 17-16. 
Mitch Trubisky could not stop the Cam Newton to Bears trade rumors, and Matt Nagy did nothing to prove he's not an idiot and everything he could to end up in the land of irrelevant mats. And Philip Rivers, well, he continued to yell for no apparent reason. A side effect of always having a child to discipline, I guess. Philip Rivers, the NFL's father, who's had enough of your bullshit roughhousing, is very anti-jumping in the house. And he's definitely anti-bears dancing, which is why he refuses to go to the circus. Or the gay clubs, for that matter. Especially the gay clubs called the circus. Joey Bosa was unstoppable. Not as unstoppable as his brother, but still unstoppable. The Bears, however, very, very stoppable. Especially when your kicker is Eddie Panera Bread or Pimento Loaf, whichever sounds less appetizing to you. Or when your coach elects to take a Kaepernick on a windy day instead of trying to get closer for an easier kick. Throw the football? Yeah, I mean, just to try to get a little closer. Um, <laughs> throw the football right then and there. What happens if you take a sack or there's a fumble? Lose the game. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So no, there was zero thought of that. That's the. I'll just be brutally clear. Zero thought of throwing the football. Zero thought of running the football. You understand me? I do credit the Chargers for not making fun of Tariq Cohen's height, and the Bears ensure Philip Rivers can feed his family for at least another week. The New York Giant thighs fall to the Detroit Lions 26-31. Now I credit Lions fans for getting me to say something I never imagined possible. Matt Patricia and the word cute in the same sentence. Look how adorably cute these costumes are. If only that guy could use the top of the pencil to erase the existence of NFL officials, the Lions might have a winning record. The real Matt Patricia is trying to erase his secondary. After trading safety Quandre Diggs this week, the Lions are supposedly fielding trade offers for corner Darius Slay. Slay was out with an injury in this game, which is 100% the reason Giants receiver Darius Slayton went off for two touchdowns. Now, I've never seen Darius Slay and Darius Slayton on the field at the same time. Either that's a coincidence, or they're the same person, or Matt Patricia just wanted to get a feel for how bad his team would be without their best players in the secondary. Well, Matt, it's nearly lose to the Giants and four Daniel Jones touchdowns bad. Kenny Galladay had an amazing touchdown grab. Ball in, foot in, that's a bad man. And no kink shaming for those of you who are into that sort of thing. I know Detroit is. If it's not a mid-season crisis like my first theory, the flea flicker that actually garners a touchdown is the kinkiest play a team can do. Saquon Barkley may have lost, but his reenacting of the slow motion scene from 300 was a 10 out of 10. Two thumbs up. I need to be more specific, the whole movie 300 was in slow motion. And also the greatest trick in cinematic history. In terms of getting heterosexual men to stare at a screen filled with ripped shirtless dudes for two hours, 300 achieved everything Ang Lee failed at accomplishing with Brokeback Mountain. The Eagles beat the Bills 31-13. Eagles running back Miles Sanders clocked the fastest run of the early games coming in at a little over 21 miles per hour. Or as Sanders calls them, 21 me's per hour. And I'm really sorry, Buffalo. I am. But just like the Patriots, you two have benefited from playing horrendous competition all season. 
I'm afraid this is who your team really is. Devin Singletary does need more touches. He had just three carries in this game, but did score on a swing pass where he hurdled one of those Sam Darnold things. I can't say that word since I made fun of its overuse earlier. Carson Wentz was pretty excited about his ability to run in a straight line for longer than two seconds, something not a single member of Bill's Mafia can do, both from the constant drunkenness and from all of the table-breaking injuries. The Buccaneers fall to the Titans 23-27. Congrats, Tampa Bay. You have now figured out more ways to lose than the Broncos. Jameis Winston will always help, but now you have to worry about your offensive players tackling each other. And even more dangerous, getting the screw job of the week by the officials who called back what probably would have been a game-winning touchdown because they prematurely blew their whistles. The only thing a premature blow should end is a relationship, never a team's chance to win. I will stand by that till the day I die. Now, I don't blame Mike Vrabel for not trusting kickers, especially ones with the surname Parkey, especially this season. But trying to pick up a first down with a 33-year-old punter is a bigger risk than not getting your prostate checked after the age of 50. Not a risk for the win, but a risk for the health and well-being of your most reliable prostate. I'm punter, Brett Kern. And no, that is not an exaggeration. Kern has been your most reliable player for years, and you nearly ended him by allowing him to be clotheslined. We should never forget, though, that Derrick Henry is most dangerous from his own one-yard line, and Jameis Winston is most dangerous when he throws or when he's left alone with a woman. Here he is with an impressive throw to a wide open defender. He really sees the whole field as an opportunity to challenge people's faith in him. Mike Evans finished with 11 receptions, 198 yards, two touchdowns. Without Mike Evans, Jameis Winston would just be Marcus Mariota and on the bench. Bengals lose again, 10 to 24 to the Rams. Andy Dalton with the loss became the first quarterback to ever start 0 and 8 and 8-0. Not in the same season, that's impossible, idiots. And the days of blaming all of Cincinnati's dirty plays on Vontez Perfect are gone. At this point, I have to start blaming the water, or the fact that the only other thing Cincinnati is known for is the Cincinnati bow tie. A reverse titty fuck is also what you might call the 220 receiving yards Cooper Cup put up on the bangles. It's nice to see all it took for Jared Goff to look like he did in college is play against a college defense. His favorite professor and genius is of course Sean McVay, who is so dialed in, he's got plays diagnosed all the way down to predicting the exact moment a Cincinnati defender would inexplicably fall over for no reason at the end of a play. Fucking McVay. Oh, he's so good. The Jacksonville Minshews beat the Jets 29-15. The Jets deserve to lose. What kind of shitbag organization cuts a guy after getting surgery? Probably a lot, but you got caught, New York. The Jets cut Kalichi Osimile because their doctor said Kalichi was faking his injury. The surgeon who operated on Osimile said, and I quote, his shoulder was like really fucked up. The Jets team doctors are not qualified to be giving medical advice. In fact, the only members of that organization that aren't players who I'd trust are those loyal servants in the paranormal studies division. That's right, only I get to overuse ghost jokes. 
What happened in this game though, you ask? Well, Gardner Minshew does not need a paranormal division because as this plane will tell you, he ain't afraid of no ghosts. Ghost. Minshew mania is back in full force. Even the Jags mascot though was trolling Sam Darnold wearing a sheet mimicking a ghost. At least that's what I hope because it's a bad look for Jacksonville if he joined the clan. Darnold made a massive mistake referencing a ghost so close to Halloween. It's an unwritten rule, just like you never start dating someone right before Valentine's Day or Flag Day. Worst thing you can do is buy a girl a dozen flags like she lives in London if you know you're not serious about her. Of course, the Jags will eventually move to London, so maybe men in Jacksonville could splurge on Flag Day dates. Like most teams, quarterbacks Gardner Minshew may have played his best game against the Jets. Three touchdowns, 279 yards, zero picks, and two scrambles that are Denny's menu worthy. Nick Foles started to throw footballs again this week, leaving the Jags now with two sex symbols to choose from moving forward. Leonard Fournette finished with 76 rushing yards in this game, 66 of which came on his first run proving once and again that it doesn't take much to beat the Jets. And the return of the breeze, they win 31-9 over Arizona. Who'd win in a fight though, a Saint or a Cardinal? Not sure, but Cardinals are much more tricky. And no, that is not a reference to their role in covering up or inventing pedophile rings. It's a reference to the flea flickery they ran in the first quarter. That will be the only Cardinals highlight as Chase Edmonds accounted for 13 yards and his breakout follow-up. Everyone said Drew Brees should not play, including me. Drew said he wanted to play a practice team to ease him back into the season. And he got that as he finished with 373 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Now that Drew Brees is healthy, the Saints have so many quarterbacks, they are exclusively using quarterbacks to run plays. Now, I respect the quarterback-to-quarterback throw. I do. But Sean Payton is still not on Sean McVay level. If McVay had designed this play, Teddy Bridgewater would have run off the sideline onto the field and taken the pitch back from Taysom Hill directly into the stands, which would make that play legal, where a Drew Brees clone would emerge. Holy hell. Paul Rudd was just warning us about quarterback clones in his Netflix show, Living With Yourself. And Tom Brady was not lying about the media taking his cameo out of context. This quarterback cloning is real, people. We need to wake the fuck up now. Breeze only throws to quarterbacks, so he must have gotten overly excited and thrown this pick to Patrick Peterson, thinking it was Patrick Mahomes. (gasps) Makes sense, as he'll be the next quarterback to return too soon from an injury, only to prove us all wrong. Cliff Kingsbury's air raid offense was clearly no match for the Saints quarterback raid offense. And finally, the Broncos lose in, oh, just terrible fashion to the Colts. I'll get to this gut-wrenching loss tomorrow in more detail as usual. But for now, I will leave you with Pat McAfee's live reaction to Adam Vinatieri's 51-yard game-winning field goal to crush my life. Yes, baby! Fucking right! Let's go! What a fucking ball, Vinny! Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I already said that at the beginning. But do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
Shout out to at TJ Carpenter Show for helping me right through this episode. Follow him on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.